Well, hello everyone and welcome to Play by Play, or PXP for short. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and this is part seven and the final part of our series on success habits. And today we're talking about sharpening the saw or spending time on you. You ready to get started? All right, here we go. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is part seven of the series on success habits. Now, be sure you go back and listen to all the previous episodes if you missed those. Today's success habit is about you, about sharpening the saw. To really be successful, you've got to take time to work on you. Now, that can take, you know, a lot of different, that can take on a lot of different faces. It can be a lot of different practices for each of us. But the key is that we're taking time to focus on us. Now, how we do that, that may not be the same for each of us, but there are some key areas that have been shown to dramatically increase our well-being, our health, uh, our happiness, and, and ultimately our success. Taking deliberate steps to deposit into your physical and your spiritual and your mental and your emotional health is 100% vital. Over the last nine months or so, I have transitioned to working 100% from the office, that is my closet office or my office at home. And in the process of doing that, I left behind something that has been super critical to me. I used to complain about my 45 minute to an hour commute every day. But when I left that commute behind, I also left behind a critical deposit in me. The time that I was commuting I spent listening to audiobooks or motivational speakers or interviews or some other type of self-improvement media. And when my commute stopped, so did my self-improvement for the most part. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that I love the app Audible. They've got a great commercial that came out not very long ago, and it really resonates with me. This lady gets up in the morning, and you can find this on YouTube if you want to watch it, just probably search like audible commercial or something. And, but this lady gets up in the morning and she gets ready for work and she heads out on her commute. She kisses her husband goodbye and heads out to her commute. She gets on the subway and then she goes and she's walking down the street and then she gets in a taxi. And the next thing you know, the taxi's pulling up back at her house and she walks back in and her husband says to her, you know, I do think it's weird that you started commuting when you work from home. And she goes on to explain that she's uh, listening to Audible and she's listening to books and news and meditation. And it's a humorous spin on working from home, but it does illustrate an important piece to sharpening the saw. This lady was being deliberate about pouring back into herself to the point where she was taking a fake commute around the city just to make time for her to listen to Audible. Now, I'm not going to start driving around the county just to listen to audiobooks, but it is that important. You've got to find time to invest in your own self-development. We have so much information at our fingertips through books and audiobooks and YouTube and podcasts, and there's so much more that we really have no excuse for not growing. You say you don't have time? Well, start with a 10-minute podcast or start with an audiobook and just listen to a few minutes every day and Heck, you're listening to this right now, so kudos to you for investing in you. Now, as you navigate your day, don't forget to take care of your body too. As Americans, we have the opportunity to 
you know, um, eat right and stay fit, or we have the opportunity to be lazy and eat junk. You know, it's really up to you. I can tell you this, though, the vast majority of successful people put an emphasis on their health to some degree. It's not super easy, but it's very doable. You do have to be deliberate. You have to plan ahead. You have to have some willpower. I just saw a friend of mine post on Facebook this morning about how uh, exercise is, you know, you got to be deliberate. You have to be intentional about it. And that's that's true. You've got to you've got to make those things happen. The biggest mistake that I see people making is they try to do too much at one time. They try to completely revamp their diet, you know, or they go on this fad diet that that's not sustainable, or they join a gym and they try to work out for you know an hour every single day, and in short time, both of those things are all over. I mean, they give up. It's just too much. It's too radical of a change for their body and their lifestyle. I'm married to a health coach, and look, it's hard for me, and I hear it in my house, so I get it, right? But you can do it. You got to start with small changes, though. Things like this. So for for this month, just drink more water. Don't worry about all the other changes that you could make. Just make one small, simple change. Drink more water. As an easy rule of thumb, take your weight and divide it by two, and then drink that many ounces of water every day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, then divide that by two, 75, drink 75 ounces of water every day. There's tons of different resources out there. You can get an app to help you track it. They have these cool water bottles now that every time you drink, you know, it it, it calculates how much water you just drank, and it can send it to your phone. And I mean, there's tons and tons of ways, or you can just drink a lot of water. Uh, do that for a month. And then next month, uh, maybe add 15 minutes of walking in the morning or in the evening and maybe work up to 30 minutes if you can. And then the next month, pack a healthy snack to eat instead of eating from the vending machine. Or maybe pack your lunch. Do some meal prep. It's not the big massive changes that we think about when we say we're going to, I'm going to get fit and I'm going to start eating right. It's not those big massive changes that we think you know, in our mind, it's it's the small things that we can stick to. It's those little changes that we can do repeatedly over and over that will create habits. And that's what creates those huge benefits. Can you do that? I believe that you can. One more area that I want to touch on is your social or emotional health. Believe it or not, I'm an introvert. And when I say that, most people immediately come back with, no way, you're not an introvert. I mean, it does seem kind of weird if you think about the traditional idea of an introvert, right? Someone who doesn't really like to talk, someone who doesn't like to talk to people, and um, they like to be by themselves. And here I am, you know, producing this podcast. Um, I love to teach. I spent about 15 years in a community college as an adjunct instructor. Um, I taught for a, uh, a nationwide um, helicopter EMS company. Um, I, I love to do play-by-play broadcasting. So if you see me on Facebook doing my live broadcast, you, those things oftentimes people just don't associate that as being an introvert. But the truth is introverts can be very good at functioning in crowds or speaking to people. The difference is that it takes a toll on them. The idea of extrovert versus introvert It has less to do with the type of crowd or the size of the crowd or being around people 
and more to do with how you need to recharge, how you, how you get your energy back. You know, being around a crowd, it exhausts me. After I speak or I teach, um, after I do a play-by-play event of a uh, sporting event, I'm exhausted. So like after that, I've got to go spend time alone or with just, you know, a couple close friends or just, you know, my family in order to recharge. On the other hand, extroverts, they get their energy from the crowd, from the social interaction. That's what gives them energy. That's what charges them up. Extroverts are the opposite of introverts in that way. Introverts get drained by the social aspect, and then they have to find a way to recharge. If you're not sure what you are, uh, an introvert or an extrovert, there's ways that you can find out. And you say, well, I know what I am. I thought I did too. I thought I was an extrovert. Come to find out I'm an introvert. And it's big. That's a big deal because that gives you an idea on how you need to recharge. And and it, and it really freed me. Um, there's some surveys that you can take or some personality type tests. I recommend the Myers-Briggs type indicator or it's uh, MBTI is the abbreviation. Now, to get the full Myers-Briggs, you have to pay for that. And then you have someone who is a certified MBTI evaluator or something. I don't, I don't know what they're called, but you have to have somebody who's certified in that to review and go over your test results with you. But there are some little mini tests on the internet that can give you a pretty good idea. It takes about 10 or 15 minutes and um, they're free and you can go do those and it gives you a pretty good idea. Uh, I'm an INTJ. And so when you get your results out of Myers-Briggs, you get a, a four letter. There's 16 different possibilities and you get four letters. I'm an INTJ and I won't go into all what that means, but when I got my results, it was very freeing to me. I always thought that I was a jerk because there were times when I just didn't want to be around people. Uh, one of the things that I learned through my Myers-Briggs is that that's just who I am. And it's not that I didn't necessarily be around people, but is that I needed to recharge and then I'd be good to go again. So I'll put some links in the show notes for that if you want to check it out some more. But there's some other ones out there. But I like Myers-Briggs for this particular thing that we're talking about. I like it best. And the last thing that I want to talk to you about today is the importance of pouring into people. There is not a day that goes by that you cannot find somebody to pour some positive vibes into. Thank someone for what they do or make a contribution into their life. Offer to help them with something or, you know, buy them lunch or buy them a drink or a snack or something. Tell them that their hair looks nice. Give them a fist bump and tell them that you're glad to see them. I mean, just, just give back to them. Pour into them a little bit. Tell them you see how hard they work and that it's not unnoticed. You know, so many times people just, they work and they work and they work and nobody ever gives them you know, kudos for the effort that they put forth. Just those words can be enough to make someone's day. Find someone to pour into every single day. You'll be absolutely shocked at how good it makes you feel when you're pouring in to someone else. People inherently want to help other people, don't they? I mean, that's, as human beings, we want to help other people. But oftentimes, whether it's on purpose or whether it's subconsciously, we make it up, we, we use this excuse or, or we make it up that, we well, I don't really know what they need, so I, I would help, but I just don't know what they need. If that's the case, like a kind word can go so far. 
but you can do more. You can find out things like we're, we all basically need the same things, right? Figure out what someone needs and, and, and give them a helping hand, pour into them, serve their needs, find a need and meet it, right? Just serve others. Organizations with servant leadership, this is huge. So listen, listen to this. If you're a leader of an organization, I want you to listen to this. Organizations with servant leaders are repeatedly more successful than those without. That's, that's worth saying again. Organizations who are led by people who have the mindset of being a servant leader, those organizations over and over again are more successful than those organizations who, who are not led by servant leaders. I can tell you from experience, those servant leader, leaders are finding much more satisfaction in their jobs uh, than those that fail to serve the ones around them. So look, my final challenge for you, we've been through seven episodes in this series. My final challenge to you is this, invest in you, take care of your body, learn about how you need to recharge. And then finally, find someone every single day to invest in. If you haven't listened to the whole series, take some time to do that. I promise you, you're going to walk away with some nuggets. Well, that's all the time I got for you today. Thanks for listening to Play by Play. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your circle. Remember, we're a replica of the five closest people around us. And chances are, if you like the podcast, they're going to like it too. Most of all, though, I hope that something that was said today or in the previous series episodes, I hope it helps you to become a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have an amazing day.